Welcome again to Bible Plus. We're jumping into a new book starting today, which is 2 Timothy, today, chapter 1. And I want to give you just the kind of the, the background context to this book to set the stage for the rest of uh, the chapters here in Bible Plus. Um, and also to give you just some, some a point of just encouragement looking forward to this chapter 1 in particular. Um, the context for this book, um, as in 1 Timothy and Titus even, is is really a, a black and almost discouraging situation. Um, we see Paul here, right? He's, he's the opening up of this, of this epistle. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, through the will of God, according to the promise of life, which is in Christ Jesus, to Timothy, beloved child. So Paul here is writing at a very interesting time, uh, a time of degradation, right? A time of decline of the church, God's church, God's people, his, his gathering of, of, of saints, of believers. They have reached a decline, a, a, um, a downward trend from what the apostle preached, what, what the um, fellowship amongst the brothers, what was originally started by God, by Christ in the um, in the disciples, that 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 strong beginning has a kind of dark uh, stage right now with Paul writing. And to add insult to injury, Paul is in a remote prison, confined there at the time of this of this degradation, where the the church is just not in the best state. Um, and so, what Paul here, what he he writes. And encourages us in this in this decline of the church. He gives us a divine provision, right? In this black, bleak background, there is a gleam of light, a gleam of hope, and that is the promise of life. Um, this promise of life is is the eternal life, which is in Christ Jesus, as verse one puts. And this divine provision is a remedy, an antidote against the decline of the church. And what is it? It is the promise of eternal life. The eternal, uncreated, incorruptible life of God is the remedy against any decline in our human life, in our spiritual life, in our church life, our service life. Brothers and sisters, we need life. Life, life, life. Makes me want to shout. Um, I want to actually go back to this verse coming back in 1 Timothy 6. Um, it says that we are to lay hold of this life. And actually, this is like a big theme in 1, 2 Timothy and also Titus. Stressed again and again, we need the life of God. And in 1 Timothy 1.10, we see that this life is very particular. This is the eternal life of God given to all believers. That's verse 16, which is the life that conquered death. That's the life that conquered death. Did you hear me from Acts 2.24? This is the life that conquered death. It swallowed up death in 2 Corinthians 5.4. And it's according to the promise of such a life that Paul was an apostle. You know, in other portions in the other epistles, it mentions he was the possible according to the will of God. But this book, it's the only place it mentions 
He was apostle according to the promise of life, indicating that in the church's decline, in the downward trend of, of what we see in our environment, with the church, our Christian life, our society, what we need is life, the eternal life, the really life. That's from 1 Timothy. But my question to you and the takeaway, the application, the handle we get is this. Okay, Ty, how do I tap into this life? How, how do I lay hold of it? Like Paul is telling Timothy. I want to bring it up. Verses 6 and 7 to answer this question. For which cause I remind you. I, Ty, remind you listening right now. I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you. Okay, that's how you do it. That's how you lay hold. You you fan into flame the gift. Okay, Ty, what's the gift? Verse seven. For God has not given us a spirit of cowardice, but of power and of love and of sober mindedness. This gift which is in us is our human spirit. Fan it into flame, brothers and sisters. Fan it into flame the gift of God. God has given us a gift, which is our spirit, the spirit of love, power, and sober-mindedness. When we exercise, before we even come up with that term, exercise, from First and Second Timothy, exercise, exert some actual strength and, and, and ability to reach your spirit, um, um, get into your spirit, call on the Lord, touch the Lord, break through to be with the Lord. Those experiences, those touches is how we fan the gift in us. The life that's in us, the eternal life, the really life, it's embedded and trusted and, 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 and eternally in our human spirit. But what we lack is the fanning. What we come short is the exercise. What we come short of is tapping into that life that's in us. That life that can shoot up from any dark, bleak decline in our Christian life, our service, our church life. We need the fanning of the gift. We need the exercise of our spirit. We need to say, Lord Jesus, I need you now. This is tough. This is rough. But Lord, your life can do it. Your life can do what I can't do. Those verbal outward declarations, proclamations, even vocally, can how I, how we can fan our spirit into flame. If you don't remember anything else from this podcast, hope you remember this. Our spirit bone is connected to our mouth bone. So you want that life? You want to lay hold on this of this antidote to the decline in any situation you're in? Remember that. Your mouth bone is connected to your spirit bone. The opening of your mouth can be the opening of your spirit. The opening of that gift of God that he has given us. Lord Jesus, we love you. Bless us the rest of this book and the rest of our Christian life.